Greetings, ghouls and creeps, and welcome to Listen to Their Screams, a horror podcast where we will discuss all things horror, monster, and spooky related. I am one of your hosts, Dave, and I am joined by the other host, Ike. Ike, how are you? I am spooktacular. Well, I am too on one vein, and in another vein I'm not, and we will get into that in just a bit. We have got a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of things to discuss. Uh, but before we get into all that, let's take care of some of the business up front. Um, you know what they say, business up front, party in the back. Uh, right. So they say, so let's take care take care of the business up front. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, make sure you subscribe, uh, give us a rating and a review, and make sure you share the episodes. And then also follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now we are on Letterboxd. Just look for Listen to Screams, that is the number two, and you can find us there. Now, before we get into anything, before we start any discussions, uh, I, which we would be uh, we would be remiss if we did not precede all this by saying uh, there, there's a huge spoiler warning for our episodes. Uh, we're probably not going to dive and give away every detail of movies we discuss. But, of course, in the course of discussion, we are going to give away uh, some things. So uh, whether it be an old movie, a new movie or whatever it is, you have been forewarned. That if we are going to discuss it, we're probably going to spoil parts of it. And if you don't want it spoiled, then go watch the movie and come back to us. So let's uh, let's talk some things before we get into movies. Let's talk. Ike, it's it's, it's officially fall, uh, although it's I, you know it's been fall for me for several weeks in, in my mind, but it is officially fall. And, and and on top of that, it's almost October, so it's even better. Uh, like I said, I've been celebrating the, the the season since the beginning of September, but there's something there's something special. When, when October hits uh, and I'm ready, that means we are just a mere, you know, however many days from Halloween itself. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some news things here. Some of the, like I said, some of this is, is movie related. Some of it's not. Uh, but I think it all falls into that that vague category and is, is of, of interest to you if you like horror and spooky stuff. And let's talk about one of the things that I am most excited about. Ike, have you seen the rumor online? And it's it's almost substantiated, but not there's no official declaration yet that McDonald's is bringing back the Halloween Happy Meal buckets. You know, I have seen that. Uh, I have seen that. It, it was definitely one of those things. Um, my wife showed it to me. She's like, hey, you see they're bringing back the, uh, the McDonald's buckets. And I'm like, oh, man, I remember that they did those buckets. They did those buckets in the early 2000s, the... And I think they did it in previous generations, too. And I'm just like, wow, I, I have not seen that in a very freaking long time. <laughs> yeah, they've done them. I, I don't remember when they started. I, I would I don't remember when they started. I would venture to guess it was sometime in the 90s. The original yeah. line was just uh, pumpkins and they had different faces on them. And but the the rumor is and, and I've seen stuff that's, quote unquote, supposed to be leaked paperwork from McDonald's franchises showing that these are going to start. They're going to be there. They're going to start and run October 18th uh, through Halloween, October 31st, that there's going to be three pumpkins, three buckets, excuse me, the McPumpkin, the McBoo, and the McWitch. That is the pumpkin, the ghost, and the witch. And that is those, I think those came uh, two or three cycles into the, into the buckets. Like I said, originally it was just pumpkins. Uh, but these are the ones that when most people envision them, this is what they, they, they kind of envision, the pumpkin, the ghost, and the witch. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about these. I will be will be trying to get all these uh, to to sit on the shelves and, and to have. Uh, so, again, 
Uh, most of us who are into spooky and horror related, these, these buckets are pretty cool, and we have a lot of a lot of nostalgia for them. So it's so neat that they're finally uh, potentially bringing them back. Again, there's been no official word from McDonald's, but uh, everybody seems to think it's it's pretty much a done deal. Uh, and then another bit of news that came out is something that I, I'm very excited about as well. Uh, as we record yesterday. They released the final trailer for Halloween Ends. Again, the Halloween Ends will be out in theaters and on Peacock on October 14th. So, Ike, let, let's discuss the trailer just for a moment here. First of all, the, the trailer, it, it, man, it was giving me goosebumps. It, it, it got me. I didn't think I could be even more excited, but I, I think I am now. So, I, I'm sure, like me, I'm sure you've watched it several times. What? Give me your give me your feedback. Give me your, your overall feel of this final trailer for Halloween Ends. So, First and foremost, um, I just want to throw it out there. Um, right now, I want everybody to just envision this picture. I believe that the, it's from the show uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's the guy standing in front of a board with a bunch of strings and pictures on the wall. Yeah, that's me mm-hmm. right now. Because here's the deal. <laughs> I watch this trailer, and I have, a, I have a fucking theory, bro. I have a theory. And I have a theory that the final boss, the final bad guy in this movie is not going to be Michael Myers. I think it's going to be a copycat killer because when I watch the trailer, there are a few parts where the killer is holding like a knife or they look a little bit different. They don't look quite like Michael Myers, but I I have a feeling that two things, I have a feeling I'm going to throw it out there. One of these is kind of outlandish from the trailer um, because if you watched any of the trailers, the trailers are a little similar. This one's got a little bit extra in there, but I want to throw out two things, two things. I think that this movie is going to circle back and I think it's going to somehow connect to Halloween three season of the witch. I think they're going to try and retcon the series. So that way Halloween three season of the witch is somehow connected. And I think that Michael Myers is going to die. And I think that there's going to be a copycat. killer. So I'm throwing that all out there. (laughs) Okay. Do so. Are you deriving some of this? There is, there is the clip in this new trailer where Laurie goes to pull and pulls the mask off. Yep. We we don't we don't it cuts before we see in the trailer. But do you think then that that's what ties into it? She's pulling the mask off with the realization that this is not Michael. Yes, I I think that there is going to be because I, I think that we all know that uh, from Halloween Kills and from the previous movies, um, Michael's still alive. We're not sure how or where, but Michael is still alive. Because this movie does have a time jump there. I don't know how significant the time jump is, but there is a it, time jump. It said four years in the trailer. Three years. Okay, that's right. Yeah, you're right. You're looking at it. I'm already forgetting shit. So yeah, apparently he's been hiding out in that in that sewage or drain tunnel or whatever for four years, I guess. I don't I don't know. I don't know where he's been. <laughs> but it does say in the trailer four say. years. That's what I was gonna say. I, I, I don't know how this how significant it is gonna be. I don't know if we're going to see like a pre-time jump in Halloween ends. Um, I don't know if Michael Myers was killed before the time jump. And maybe there's like this, like mysticism where they're like, Oh, I thought we killed Michael. Is he, did he come back? You know? So I'm not really sure how that's all going to play out. Um, you know, they, they've definitely thrown me for a loop a few times with this new series as it is. Um, so yeah, I'm not 100% sure how the time jump's going to come into it. I don't know how prominent Michael's going to be. I think that he's obviously going to be in it, but I have a feeling they're, they're going to kill him pretty early on in the movie. And I feel like we're going to find out at the end that it's a, it's a copycat somehow, some way it's a copycat. You know what I mean? 
they they do make sure you hear in the trailer that Lori says, and I think it's, there's a few lines in there where she says something about something's different this time. Yeah. And he's more dangerous. She 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 points this out that, and and it, I guess if you take it at face value, they they want you to at least on surface think it's because it's this is the end. This is the final, yeah. right? That's what's different about it. But perhaps you're right. Perhaps there's something deeper, something different to that, and they're just you know sprinkling that clue out there and trying to to, to false lead you one way when it's actually going another. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm again I, I I thought I was over the top excited before. I'm even more excited now after seeing this oh, trailer. Yeah. I, I cannot wait. Uh, we're just a little over two weeks away, uh, and I am super excited. And I, I feel pretty uh, pretty assured that everybody listening. And that follows us on social media. We'll be checking this movie out uh, <laughs> probably day of release. Hopefully, yeah. like I said, we said last episode, hopefully people will go to the theaters and support it theatrically and then rewatch it on Peacock. Uh, but however you do, just make sure you support it one way or another. They, they need both, right? They need the theatrical views and they need the the online streams. Uh, they need it all. So just make sure you watch it, watch it often to support these things uh, oh, yeah. so that we can get more more movies. Uh, so before we dive into a few other things, let's uh, I want to make mention we didn't do this last episode, something that I think I, I like to do. Let's uh, talk about some a couple of up, we're not going to really talk, but just mention a couple of upcoming birthdays uh, related to uh, to horror. If I can find my notes here. Uh, I got two here on October 3rd. It is Nev Campbell's birthday. Of course, Nev known for the Scream series uh, minus the the upcoming one, apparently where she supposedly is not going to be in it and could not reach negotiations. Although the conspiracy in me thinks, could that be a swerve? Could she really be in it? And uh, we'll, we'll see uh, again. There's, there's been nothing, nothing said by the studios or anything else, but anyway, Nev Campbell has a birthday on October 3rd and keeping in the vein of scream. Also on October 4th is uh, Lee Shriver's birthday who played cotton in the first two scream movies. So a couple of scream birthdays coming up. In this first week of October, and then we also have uh, on October 1st we have two anniversary dates of uh, some movies that are kind of kind of kind of big, substantial ones. Uh, on October 1st, 1968, that was the premiere of Night of the Living Dead by George Romero. Now a lot of times when we do these anniversaries, we'll just skim over and whatever else. But I, I don't know whether we can skim over Night of the Living Dead and what that means yeah. for horror and zombie movies and and this modern. Modern era, because Night of the Living Dead, it changed horror and it changed. Uh, there were zombie movies before there was the use of the term zombie, but it Romero with this movie established what we know of as zombies. Now, uh, what what we think of and, and watch on AMC with Walking Dead and everything else that was I mean Romero instigated all that and everything else. And this is it's such a great movie. I know there's all kinds of stuff about copyrights and it's public domain and, and things have lapsed. So it's, it's hard to get a good release of night of the living dead. Um, because I, I think there's other, like I said, I think the copyright lapsed and it's public domain. So pretty much any Jack can put a, put it out there. I think I, I'm not <laughs> sure how all that's going on, but, uh, but I love this movie. I don't, I, I mean, I've seen this movie so many times and, uh, it is such a huge movie, uh, in, in the horror genre. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I 100% agree. Um, you know, Night of the Living Dead, I, I hold a very strong significance for all of the, uh, the those movies. Uh, George Romero is probably in my top five favorite horror directors and creators of all time. 
Um, I would argue that Night of the Dead is probably one of the single most important horror movies of all time. Um, and certainly I would say the most important zombie movie of all time. Uh, Night of Living Dead is a paramount and monumental film for a number of reasons. Um, you know, I, I could talk for days about how just so important this movie was for not only the future of horror movies, but for the future of zombie movies. And for lack, you know, for better or for worse, you know, this was, I would say, the key zombie movie. Like you said, there were zombie movies before in the 40s and 50s, uh, White Zombie, um, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And there were a couple of other, you know, voodoo-esque zombie movies that were always released. But as far as the brain and flesh-eating variety goes, right there, Nylon Dead, super important. <laughs> yeah. And if, I mean, if you watch horror, if you like horror, I mean, everybody knows, you know, it, it's a line. I, I use it all the time. They're the, the, coming to get you, Barbara. They're, oh, you know, yeah. they're, they're coming. And, then, and of course, you know, later the whole thing was, I don't want to say spoofed because spoof's not the right word in my mind. But, you know, with Shaun of the Dead, the Simon Pegg movie, uh, which more of a tribute to Romero in this film. And it was pretty amazing. But uh, anyway, uh, Night of the Living Dead released October 1st, 1968. Uh, and then uh, October 1st, it's, it's wild to me that this is, a, this is a six year jump in these movies. <laughs> on October 1st, 1974, Texas Chainsaw Massacre premiered, the the original. Uh, such a great movie. Um, I mean, you can say what you want about the sequels and, and everything after that, but, man, that first movie was great. And it it boggles my mind <laughs> that there's only six years difference between these two movies. Um, but, again, another another huge movie, another great movie. Uh, Ike, what, what do you think about te- the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, I mean, obviously, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, if we just talk about the, the movie itself, um, I would start by saying that the movie is is a masterpiece. Um, you know, it was definitely one of those movies that caught a cult following in the following years. Obviously, it had its importance and it had its popularity in its day and age. But I definitely feel like this is sort of like an Evil Dead kind of movie where it came into relevance a lot later. Um, mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre also very much uh, generated and I would say cornered the slaughterhouse genre. Um, it created, I would say, one of the more uh, politically sounding movies. This movie had a lot of political tie and affiliation and um, was definitely anti-consumerism. Same thing with, uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead, which I think that, uh, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre did a little bit more of a, a piece on that. But no, for sure. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is super important, um, again, for the slaughterhouse genre. Also, just for um, is it slaughterhouse or is it grindhouse? Is, is that the genre I'm thinking of? Not sure. But it, it's a genre movie, whichever one I'm, <laughs> I, I might be misrecalling it. But regardless, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre basically created it. It started that. And to this day, it, it, that scene where um, they have, uh, I cannot remember her name, the, the final girl, they have her over that bucket and they're trying to get the old man to hit her in the head with a hammer. That, that scene yeah. just like, it just, it's has like this unnecessary cruelness that to me still strikes me every time I watch it. Uh, such a good movie. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you know, spawned one of the uh, most iconic uh, horror characters in, in Leatherface. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, still marketed and, and sold, you know, and all kinds of things. Uh, one of the most popular characters. 
So let's move on now. Uh, we've discussed some anniversaries. Let's move on to some of the new and upcoming releases. And let's start with new releases, uh, stuff that's out there now. Uh, we're going to start with the movie. It's a, a called Haunted Trail. It's available on Vudu and Amazon Prime. It was available at the uh, beginning of September. And just a quick uh, tagline on it says, a group of college friends are surprised by an actual killer when they venture onto a haunted trail. Ike, have you heard much about Haunted Trail? You know, actually, I haven't. Um, I had to look it up for this, um, and I had never seen anything about it. Um, it does kind of seem just like a cheesy, low-budget B-movie, but I'm mm-hmm. kind of excited for it. I'm kind of excited for it. I think I'll enjoy it. Yeah, I think I will, too. And then how about the Razzing? Available to purchase on Voodoo. Uh, it, it was out on the 27th of September. It says, a group of former friends gather for a tradition, but things get ugly when a past crime is revealed and things unravel as a day of reckoning is planned. Uh, that That's a very generic sounding description. That could be like a, a thousand horror movies. Uh, of course, this movie <laughs> apparently has uh, Logan Paul in it, uh, spreading his wings into yet another <laughs> venture. Uh, I'm, I'm curious about this movie. Uh, you know, like I said, I like, I like bad horror. So uh, yeah. perhaps, you know, perhaps this one will be okay. Uh, have you, have you seen the resin yet, Isaac, or, or know anything about it? Um, so, I, you know, obviously it's part of uh, my research for today's show with a uh, small side note. Um, the genre I was referencing was Grindhouse, not Slaughterhouse. There you go. Uh, but you go. but uh, the, the, the raising, <laughs> uh, you know, I here, here's my deal. I have my own personal problems with Logan Paul just as a person. Um, yes. I don't like him. I think that he is not a good person. And I think that um, he should not be making content. So. Um, putting aside my personal uh, bias against Logan Paul, uh, this does seem sort of like a uh, very much a cheesy, uh, you know, again, goofy uh, B-rated horror film. Um, and I think that I will give it a shot um, just because I am uh, I am what you would call a glutton for punishment. So <laughs> I, I think I'll give, I think I'll give it a shot. I think I will. Okay, and of uh, the uh, the three new releases we have, this is the one that to me that sounded most intriguing. It's called okay. Goodnight Mommy, available now on Amazon Prime. It has Naomi Watts in it uh, and Peter Herman, and it says twin brothers arrive at their mother's house and begin to suspect that something isn't right. Uh, so apparently it's a remake of a 2014 Austrian movie. Uh, apparently their, their mom is wrapped in weird bandages, and then the kids start to think that it's not their mother. Uh, so... This one, to me, sounds very intriguing, and, and I'm, I'm going to have to check this out uh, very soon and give it a watch. Yeah, um, I have seen the 2014 Austrian one. Uh, weirdly enough, I have seen that, um, and it was good. It was very good. Uh, however, um, from the trailer for this movie, they have made some changes to what the uh, content of the 2014 film was. Um, you know, So I'm very intrigued to see how they change it. I like Naomi Watts. So I'm very curious to see how they adjust things, how they change things, and how basically we take our turn at making this movie. Um, there are plenty of American-made horror movies of foreign films that I do prefer. Um, for instance, uh, Let the Right One In uh, versus Let Me In, which was a vampire flick um, that was released in the early 2000s. That was a remake with actually Chloe Grace Moretz. There are oftentimes movies where uh, we take these foreign films and we remake them. So I will give it a shot. I think it might be good. Um, but, yeah, I have seen the, the original, but I think the remake might just be better. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to checking that one out. And, and then here, let's talk some upcoming releases. 
Uh, let's start with some upcoming uh, movies that are coming out in streaming services. Uh, a series, a four-part documentary series coming out in Shudder, uh, which starts on no, or excuse me, October, or September 30th. It's called Queer for Fear, and it uh, is a four-part documentary series about how gay horror is and always has been. Uh, for those of us who have watched horror, uh, particularly through the 80s, uh, particularly, I'm I, I, thinking you know specifically some of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. I don't think oh, this yeah. is any shock to anybody. And uh, this sounds very intriguing, and I, I really, uh, I'm curious to see how they dive into it and explain it. And I think it could be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm a, a very large proponent, proponent of, you know, uh, learning the history of horror films, learning um, the misgivings of the horror history. Um, you know, I'm definitely one of those people that I don't think that you should uh, not watch something because of the misgivings of the past. But I think this will actually give a really important spotlight. I hope that they really talk about Night of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for people who have watched that movie and who have heard the backstory of the movie. Um, there is a lot of very unfortunate things that happen in that movie. Um, but yes. I think, you know, for this uh, documentary series, I think they could talk about that. Rocky Horror Picture Show is also a very important film uh, for the LGBTQ community. So I think it might be interesting to hear them talk about that. Uh, I haven't heard too much about what they're going to cover, but I hope that they dive into some of these very important, very monumental films. Uh, there are a few other ones, too. Um, but, yeah, I know for sure. I'm very excited for this. I love documentaries, so uh, especially horror documentaries. <laughs> Absolutely. And then uh, next movie, uh, probably one of the most, again, not as the movie that we're reviewing later in the show. It's not necessarily horror, per se, but it definitely fits into the spooky vibe and probably one of the more anticipated movies of the fall. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2 uh, will be available on September 30th on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I'm I'm very excited about this movie. I love the the first one. It is a an annual watch for me in October, and I, I look forward. And this movie, Ike, we're going to be covering uh, in next episode. Uh, we're going to talk Hocus Pocus too because we felt like it's just monumental enough uh, for the season that we we've got to talk about it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, I'm really excited. Uh, I think you may have mentioned it, but a lot of the same people are coming back for this. Uh, Bette yes. Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathleen Najimy. Um, and obviously, uh, Doug Jones coming back for Billy Butcherson, which, fun fact, Doug Jones uh, is a Ball State alumni, so chirp, chirp. Oh. Uh, my, yeah, my wife is an alumni from Ball State, so i got to give him a little bit of love. Uh, but I'm really excited <laughs> for it. I, I love Hocus Pocus. Um, it's, a, it's a rewatch, like you said, every single year. In fact, on, on Friday, um, a little look into my personal life. I'm going to be doing a double feature of Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus 2, and I'm going to be eating seafood because I live in Florida. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> very, very good. And then, yeah, we'll probably do the double feature as well because uh, I like to uh, I, I like to do that. I like when a movie, you know, I like to either rewatch before I see or, or do them back to back when I can. Kind of get the full the full story there. Oh, yeah. uh, coming out on October 6th on Netflix, Mr. Harrigan's phone. It says when Mr. Harrigan dies, a teen who did odd jobs for him and becomes friends uh, with him puts his smartphone in the coffin before burial and sends his dead friend a message, and he answers. Uh, this <laughs> this plays into all my fears because my <laughs> biggest fear is being buried alive. That is the most terrorizing thing for me. And the thought that someone <laughs> responds, whether they're alive or not, but is is, is trapped in that coffin, uh, you know, buried under, uh, is is absolutely, ooh, is just creepy to me. And of course, this has Donald Sutherland in it, uh, and uh, Kirby Howe Baptiste, 
uh, Jaden Martell and uh, says uh, it sounds like it should be a pretty intriguing movie. And I, it sounds like it, it will be very creepy. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'll be good. Um, I watched the trailer for it. You know, I'm always a little hesitant about those Netflix movies, but, mm. you know, I, I think it'll be just fine. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any issues with that. Um, also, I, you know, I honestly, I didn't know who Donald Sutherland was. Like, I'd heard the word or the name, and I know he's the he's the dad of Kiefer Sutherland, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. He's in the Hunger Games series. Yeah, he's President Snow, which I did yes. not know. He was also in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So, um, yes, he's so been in he's that. been in lots of stuff. Yeah, he's one of those guys that when you see his face, you you, you know you know him, even if you don't know much about him. Uh, he's been in a lot. So, uh, yeah, I mean, him being in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, no I'm offense, assuming no <laughs> I'm I'm assuming he's Mr. Harrigan. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, given his age, uh, so. Uh, and then let's talk one theatrical release. Uh, this is a big one. This is one I'm super psyched about, and I'm, I'm hoping because it opens this coming week, and I'm hoping to go see it. Um, is we're we're talking about Smile, which everybody's heard about Smile. Everybody's talking about Smile, uh, and we'll, I'm gonna talk about that in a second. Uh, Ike, are you gonna try to uh, try to see that this weekend? Uh, I, I want to try. I want to try very hard. Uh, I want to try and get out there because this. Oh my God, Smile. It just looks so creepy, man. I want to go see it. Yes. It's very, very bad. So the plan is, well, we're talking Hocus Pocus 2 next episode. If we can both go and see Smile, we will also talk about that. We will also, we'll do two reviews in that one episode because we don't really have Smile, I don't believe, planned in anywhere necessarily. But being a big theatrical release uh, and the, the marketing push behind it, uh, we will go and see that. Now, one reason, one thing when I say everybody's talking about Smile, one thing that kind of blew my mind is I, I'm a huge baseball fan. Yeah. And at several, I think it was several, uh, whatever it may be, at some major league games uh, over this past week, the I think the studio planted people in the in the crowd with the smile, doing the smile, uh, right really? behind the camera shot, right behind the, the backstop, and it was fucking creepy. <laughs> and uh, of course, it got attention, and of course, you know, you know, screen screenshots and clips are all over. The internet, uh, yeah. So if you if you weren't familiar with that, look it up. Uh, there was a, at least one game I know what happened. Uh, there was there was a couple of them there. Uh, so just go on Twitter or wherever and do a search, and people will see that it's, it's very creepy. I'm very much looking forward to this movie. Again, I'm hoping I can go see it this weekend, or hoping to at least go see it before we record next. Um, but we'll see. And like I said, if we by chance can both go see it, we will do a review of this as well next episode. Uh, so yeah. let's see. Uh, Let's uh, let's just take a quick, quick pause here. Catch our breath for a moment. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about if we did anything spooky this past week uh, as we gear up for October. And then we're going to talk just briefly about what we watched this past week. So stick around. Relax. Enjoy a quiet visit with the Munster. All right. And we are back on Listen to Their Screams. And now let's talk about uh, did we do anything spooky this past week, I tried to do something spooky every day. Nothing's monumental or anything like that necessarily uh, so far. Uh, but uh, let's see. One thing, I uh, I'm, I'm a huge cereal guy, so uh, of course I you know I buy the monster cereals every year and everything else. But I, I did this past week buy the uh, Halloween fruity pebbles and, and added that to my my fall collection. Uh, love I love cereal box artwork. It's so great. Um, and then uh, what else is there? I, uh, there, the, there is a Spirit Halloween store that is opening in our town, finally. 
Uh, I believe it actually is opening sometime this week. So I won't have, I mean, I've been to Spirit Halloween, I think three times so far this year. And, and but I've had to drive 45 minutes to get to one. So thankfully now I'm like five minutes away from one. And I already told my wife that I will probably be there several times a week uh, just because I, I love Spirit Halloween so much. Um, and uh, as of right now, I plan Sunday, uh, October 2nd, to be taking a little trip to a town here in North Carolina to visit uh, the Myers house. Uh, oh, there's yeah. a guy here in North Carolina who built a replica, a full size spot on replica of the Myers house from the Halloween movie. And uh, I plan to go see it. He has a, a showing coming up. Uh, I have purchased my tickets to it. Uh, and unless something arises, which who knows, because we are due to get a lot of rain this weekend. So it depends on what happens. If, if it's stormy weather, I may sit it out. And, and because it is, of course, an outside thing. And I don't want to go and try to get my picture, although I guess it would be a nice effect to have my picture taken in front of this house in the rain. But uh, <laughs> but again, uh, outside of just watching some other stuff, that's that's kind of the uh, any other the other spooky stuff I did. Uh, Ike, uh, anything anything for you this last week? You know, the only spooky things that I've done is simply wake up and uh, exist. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> that that sometimes is, is spooky in its own right. It is. It is. Uh, honestly, you know, not really anything crazy. You know, I do live in Florida, so, you know, I have been kind of watching Hurricane Ian, uh, you know, getting ready to, you know, it's making landfall today, which was kind of spooky, I guess. Um, outside of that, uh, nothing much, you know, just kind of living life and uh, trying to watch horror movies and all that good stuff. Uh, but, yeah, nothing nothing super inherently spooky that I did this week. <laughs> well, that leads us then straight into the what did we watch? And, and once again... See, last last episode, I, I, I felt embarrassed because we talked about all these movies that were out and you'd watched them all. And I hadn't. I was so behind. And I thought, man, I, I'm going to I'm going to make the time and I'm going to watch. And I did. And then then. But this week, it's all opposite because you didn't have the time and you didn't watch hard, much. So yep. one of the I swear, <laughs> one of these episodes will be balanced and we'll both watch quite a bit. Hopefully there's not a week where we don't neither of us watch anything. Uh, but. Again, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna really talk much about these because a lot of these we talked about last week or last episode. Uh, but this week, here's here's the big things that I watched. Uh, I watched the the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie because I hadn't seen that yet. Uh, I watched Orphan First Kill, Black Phone, uh, which we discussed last episode. Finally watched Terrifier uh, because you were singing the praises last last episode and, and it's always been on my list and just never got to it and I absolutely loved it. I cannot wait now for the second one. And then I did go and watch. Uh, don't worry, darling, in the theater uh, this weekend, and uh, very much enjoyed it. It uh, it was a number one. It's a beautifully made movie. It was it was just gorgeous. The way it was shot, the sets, uh, it was so cool. Uh, it had a a nice. You you suspect where it's going, but it gets it it kind of gets to what you suspect, but with a, a twist. Um, yeah. I've heard a lot of heat on Harry Styles, but I thought he was I thought he was great in it. I thought he did a very very good job, especially when you take the full context of the movie. Uh, I, I thought he was great. It took me a while before I even realized exactly who it was. <laughs> I, I was sitting there watching. And I was sitting there. And I, I got to a point. And I'm like, isn't Harry Styles in this? I was like, oh, yeah, shit, that's Harry Styles. I mean, uh, I don't know why. I don't know why it didn't click, even though he had the accent and everything going in the show or in the movie. So uh, it was odd to me. I'm not sure. I'm, I, I guess it's just because, uh, I don't know, an age thing where I'm not that familiar with Harry Styles overall, I guess. I don't know. But again, I, I did enjoy it. I, I highly recommend uh people go and see uh, don't worry darling it was a great it was a good film definitely worth going to the theater for uh so ike uh like we said you didn't watch a whole lot did what did you watch um 
so yeah, I think when we talked last, uh, there was a movie that you know I was sitting there, I was trying to rack my brain. It, it honestly yes. it was it was a really, I, you know, part of my French guys. It was just a really shitty B movie um, that came up on TV the other day. It was called Monsters in the Closet, um, and you know. Let me preface this by saying uh, Monsters in the Closet was made by a guy who normally makes porn, um, which, <laughs> <laughs> you know, take that with what you will. But uh, it was an anthology movie about a guy who wrote books. He died. His kid goes to his house to, like, look at his stuff. And he made audiobooks. And when the audiobooks play, his stories come to life. Yeah, it was really cheesy really goofy very bad um i I still enjoyed it but yeah no it was wasn't the greatest um uh, outside of that i uh i actually went around and uh watched um uh what was it i i I forgot to tell you oh i went back and just rewatched halloween the original halloween 1978 yeah i do too we but i've already uh i've been it's one of those movies i've been i'm dying to watch and all my yep. watches, but I'm I'm holding to a little closer to the 14th because uh, I want to watch this this new story arc, the new timeline, you know, with the Halloween and, and then the, the two new movies before I watch the new the new release coming up. So I'm holding off to watch it until I watch I'm gonna watch all three of those, you know, back back you know try to do it back to back to back uh, before watching Halloween end. So, but again, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, dying to watch Halloween three. Uh, but I always try to wait a little bit into October before I get into the, the my favorites. I, I kind of try to stay peripheral. Watch a lot of monster. I watch a lot of monster movies anyway, all year round. But uh, you know, I've watched so far. You know, I've watched you know all the Frankenstein's, all the Dracula. Oh, the older is only one Dracula. Uh, all the Wolfman. Uh, I actually saw an. I did watch an independent film. It's called House of the Wolfman. That star. The original Wolfman is uh, Lon Chaney Jr. Uh, and this one stars his son, uh, Ron Chaney. And this was just made. I don't know, eight years ago, I think something like that. five, five, eight years ago, something like that uh, wow. recently, but they shot it. It's black and white. They shot it in the old style, the old aspect ratio and whatever you call it. I don't, I'm not technical on all that stuff, but it looks like it was a universal movie. Like it's, you know, right there in it. Uh, it was very, it was actually, I mean, it was a, it was a fun movie, uh, but it's called uh, house of the wolf. And it's on, if anybody's interested, it's on YouTube. Uh, you can watch it there. Uh, do you know what? What did you watch the the anthology movie you just talked about about the books and stuff? I can't remember what you said. It was called Monsters in the Closet. What what was that on? What did you watch that on? Uh, it's on Tubi. Um, so okay, it just it comes with ads. Tubi's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only bad thing. And my <laughs> wife my wife does not watch hardly anything else because she can't stand ads. I mean, we play we pay for the premium on all pretty much everything we can, so that she just never has to watch a commercial. And of course, you know, we've all become accustomed to not watching commercials. <laughs> In this day and age. So it is a little jarring almost when you watch something that has commercials. Uh, but I did forget to touch on that uh, while I was talking about what I watched. Of course, I said, don't worry, darling, was in theater. Uh, Black Phone. Uh, Black Phone, uh, you can stream it on Peacock or it is for purchase on Vudu. Uh, Orphan First Kill is on Paramount Plus. Uh, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre is on Netflix. Uh, and Terrifier, I, I, uh, you can watch it for free on uh, Freebie. Uh and uh, I, I I own Terrifier. I actually went <laughs> after I watched it. I enjoyed it so much. Uh, I went and bought it on Vudu. It's been on my wish list forever, but I just went ahead and purchased it. Um, which I will say, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a huge proponent of Vudu. Uh, anybody that wants, they do have. I, I believe it's storing it. Uh, hopefully it is. They they have been running a two for nine ninety nine special on several movies. That's a, quite a few. There is quite a few horror choices 
uh, in that for those of you who want to uh, pick up some deals there. So let's get to the uh, to the main event here. The the <laughs> the uh, what we're here for today. We're going to talk about the Munsters, the 2022 uh, just released movie uh, on September 27th. It was released, the Rob Zombie Munsters. And uh, Ike and I purposely, we both watched it when it was re- we're recording the day after it was released, and we both have purposely yep. not given any either each other any feedback, nothing. We've not we've not even outside of saying, hey, did you watch it? Yep, okay, we're good. We because I wanted us right here our first reactions to be in this discussion. And uh, I'll start. Uh, oh, hey, before we get into that, real quick, we did run a couple of, of Twitter poll questions. I, I, I kind of, I don't know why, but I've been, I like to do this, see if we can get a little feedback, get a little engagement. And we kept them both related to uh, the Munsters. Uh, and I, the one I did was the uh, the favorite Munsters family member. And uh, just so everybody knows, the winner of that, the, the top choice was Herman at 38%. Uh, then Lily with 29, Grandpa with 21, and, and Eddie with 12. And then I will ask, did, if you've seen the Munsters so far, did you enjoy it? 60% said yes, 40% said no. So that being said, now that we got a little feedback from them, I'm going to give some feedback here too. As I stated last episode, I I love the Munsters TV series. Love it. It is a, a very comforting thing for me to watch. It plays into my love of monsters, not monsters, monsters. Uh, I love the black and white. It is a, to me, it's a slice of the time uh, from where it was released. I know that Rob Zombie is a huge fan of the monsters. And as I stated last episode, I I like Rob Zombie overall more, more musically than I do anything. But my fear was that Rob Zombie is a bit excessive in his filmmaking. And in my opinion, <laughs> the Munsters was excessive. What I mean was, I just don't, I don't feel the Munsters is is made for movie, movie length. At least not whatever this movie ran, an hour and 49 or something like that, I think it was. Yeah. It was a bit long. And I think they, there's several things in it that could have been cut out and it would not have affected the story at all. I know there was a whole scene with Grandpa trying to find Lily a husband or create Lily a husband and it creates the dancing chimp guy. And that that was in thrown in there. It had zero payoff. Nothing. nothing I mean, I don't even know what it was there for. I mean. So I, I think it was I think the movie was long again to me, unless it's really, really strong story wise, a, a horror is horror movie is best. An hour and a half or less. A monster kind of driven movie like this is really strong in an hour and 15 or less. I think this was too long. First of all, um, I think it was a little excessive. I, I, I had I, I have some notes. I have parts I that are I liked parts I did not like overall, though. Let me give you my overall. I have to say overall, I did not enjoy this movie. Overall, I will probably never rewatch this movie again. Um, again, there are things I like about it, but overall, I, I I don't know if I was disappointed because I don't think I went into it expecting to be blown away by it or anything. But overall, uh, I I didn't 
I didn't even feel that it was a, a, that fun a movie because it was too long. That was the main thing for me. It just felt like it was dragging in some parts, um, and that kind of killed any momentum they ever built in the movie for me. So before we got get into details, Ike, what was your overall feel and and reaction to the movie? Um, well, you know, so just, just as like a little bit of uh, preface, um, you know, I I have either seen very I've seen very little monsters, so you know, going into this, I, you know, I knew sort of like the, the main characters, you know, I knew kind of, you know, the, the very general, very, very, very general synopsis of what the monsters are, who some of the characters were. Um, so when I went into it, I was like, okay, I, I, quite frankly, I went into it not expecting anything at all. Like, quite frankly, I was very much anticipating not liking the movie because, you know, I try not to do that, but, I, you know, I'm not really familiar with the monsters. You know, I'm not like a huge fan of like universal monster concept. I'm not a huge fan of Rob Zombie. In fact, I would say that I generally dislike his movies um, just overall. Um, but I liked it. I really liked it, actually. I very much enjoyed the monsters that he made. I yeah. <laughs> This is what I anticipated, and here's why, and I think you hit it right on the head. You went into it clean slate. I yeah. I went into it having watched the entire Monster series and rewatching most of it. So whether I tried to not have expectations, they were still there. They were still there, and, and, and the feeling that the Monster show gives me, I wanted that feeling from the movie. Yeah. Now, there were parts where I definitely did get that feeling. And I have to say, you can definitely tell that Rob Zombie likes the, the show. You can, you get that. I mean, if you watch the show, you get that. I don't, I don't, again, I, I think the length really hit me hard. And I don't know why. Because yeah. <laughs> it just, it, I think it was, it was too long. Maybe it's just, again, because my brain is wired to think it's just, it's a TV show, right? And then that just made it seem like it was dragging to me. Um, some some details here. Of course, this was a prequel to the series, right? This this shows how they got to where they are in the show, living in this in this town on Mockingbird Lane. The you know the oddballs in this neighborhood, not knowing that they're out, thinking everybody else is the oddballs. Um, so this is how they got there. This is from where they how they got from Transylvania to there. I, I like that concept, and I think that is the only angle that Zombie could have done that would have worked, because I don't think. You want to jump into into the series or after the series. I think there's too much established there. So I think that was the right move is to go prequel type format. There are so many tips of the hat to the series in it uh, that it's not even funny. Um, I did like seeing kind of early in the movie. I, I like seeing Orlock in it uh, from yeah. the from Nesferatu. I don't like that he was a, a little goofy. I know it's the monsters. I understand that, but that character is so creepy in that movie that it's it was so odd uh, seeing him <laughs> kind of in this goofy. But he, he but he looked great, and I like seeing you know this established kind of character in there. Um, I think another hangup that I had with the movie that really was hard for me to get past is man, I really, 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 I just don't like. Sherry Moon Zombie as an actress. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I I, knew I that try fun. so hard. Man, she's not a good actress. I don't think she's a good actress. 
I think I think she there was parts where she was trying too hard and it didn't come naturally. On the other side of the coin, Jeff Daniel Phillips was to me was amazing as Herman. I think he hit it out of the park. It felt it felt like Herman. The the goofiness that didn't feel forced. I, I, I thought he was spectacular in the role. So it was like two extremes. And I think because there was so much Lily stuff in it and her trying to find a husband and everything else, that it was just so much Sherry Moon zombie. And, you know, for as much as I like Rob Zombie, I think I also <laughs> I have this the problem with the fact that he shoves her in every one of his movies. Yeah. And in these bigger roles and what she should probably have. I think if they had had a better actress in the role, it would have improved it for me. But it was very hard for me to get past just that the, the head and hand movements that were so, I don't know. It was like she was trying to clone the series without getting it. She didn't have that, I don't even know, that feel in the role uh, that Yvonne DiCarlo had in the series. Um, I, I did think the movie was visually, was absolutely gorgeous. I, I've heard lots of people talking about the colors and how they were so bold. And I love that. I thought that was great for the movie. Um, I thought visually it looked great. The sets were great. The costumes were great. The, I thought the coloring was great. All that was, was beautiful to me. It was great to look at and great to see that stuff. Um, and like I said, there's lots of tip of the hats to the series and it being a prequel. I did like seeing some of the little how they got to that point, some of the aspects. Uh, but before I get into some of those things, uh, I, what are some things? What are some things you liked and disliked about the movie? I mean, if you like, if you disliked anything about it. Yeah, you, you know, I will say, um, I will agree that it did seem long. I, I think that about an hour into it, um, I, I had to pause and I had to like step away and go do something just because I, I feel like it was just. You know, and I feel this way with all of Rob Zombie's movies, honestly. I feel like I do, I do too. Yeah. I think he could get in and out of this thing in an hour and 15. Oh, yeah. That part part where they were at the house, they had moved, and they were all three sitting on that couch, and there's like, well, I guess I have to get a job. To be there, there, bam. That that was an ending point to me. It felt like right there. I thought, oh, here we are. And then I was like, what the? There's like 20 more minutes left or something. And I'm like, he does that with every one of his movies to me. It, it, it was that fear of the excessive. I, I think he could have told this story in an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, I, I think I would have to agree because it's like when I watch his other movies, when I watch Halloween, when I watch, uh, you know, Devil's Rejects, when I watch House of Thousand Corpses, it, it's the same shit every time. It's just like, just for some reason, I, I think, I don't know if it's just like who he is or what. That is just they everything's so long. So like you said, if I could choose to like make a change to this movie, definitely shorten that son of a bitch. I mean seriously shorten it. Um, you know, and I have nothing against Sherry Moon Zombie, but I do also have to agree. I thought that um her acting was very subpar. Um, however, I did really enjoy Jeff Daniel Phillips. Um, I also really liked Richard Brake, who played um uh what was it, Dr. Wolf. Gang, Augustus Henry, Augustus Wolfgang. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah, he was good too. Yeah, uh, I love him. I think he's just a great actor. I think he's very creepy. Um, he plays that role very well. He definitely gave a different vibe 
um, during the movie, which kind of I enjoyed. Um, but yeah, no, I think that there were a lot of really great things about the movie. I think that if you would have removed Share Me Zombie and you would have made the movie shorter, it probably would have been better. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't have too many complaints about it. I don't know too much about the monsters, so I didn't really catch any of those nods. But it very much felt like an old TV show. It definitely had that feeling. Like you said, the colors, they were very vibrant and bold. And it just felt, it felt like a comic book almost. It felt like kind of like a comic, a kid's comic book talking about monsters. Yes, and, which is perfect for the monsters. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I think if it, like I said, if it had been shorter, I think it would have felt more, maybe just like an extended special episode of the show and not like, I don't know, like they run it into the ground. And I know maybe that's just, maybe it's just critiquing or maybe it is just how my mind is set up having watched so much of the Munsters series that I felt, it just felt long because of that, because I'm not used to that. And again, I've seen all the made for TV movies and everything else, and I didn't really enjoy many of those either. And, yeah. and so it it could just be this ingrained thing in my head that says, oh, it it, it should be an episode TV episode length uh, or thereabouts. So maybe, you know, maybe that is an unfair thing on my you know, on my part, but it's just something I couldn't get past. It's Sherry Moon Zombie. I just I, I totally think if it someone else had been cast in that role, it would have been better. I, I think I think that was the weakest character portrayal in the movie, especially for me. Being a character that was really the center of the movie. It, I mean, yeah. it was, you know, about her. And I don't know. I don't think she could carry it. Um, she's okay. You know, she could be okay in bit parts and everything else. I just think this was too big a role for her in this uh, in this role. Like one thing that I, I really liked uh, when they were in France and they went down in the tunnels or whatever. And they, they got that monster thing and they brought it you know home and they called it Spot. Yeah. That's in the in the series. That's their pet, their fire breathing pet. That's under the stairs. He's huge, apparently huge. You don't really see all of him in the series, uh, but that's Spot. That's so I, I like kind of like hey, while they show how he got that, how they got Spot. Um, that was kind of neat. Uh, when they when they're getting married, there's lots of lots of nods with the costumes, uh, with like uh with you know Herman being the rock star, some of his costumes and, and a lot of those were takes off the show, uh, some of the costumes from the show uh, that were kind of neat to see and to see in color. Uh, when they were getting married, they had Tin Can Man that was buried in the robot priest kind of thing. Uh, yeah. That was voiced that was voiced by Butch Patrick, uh, which the original Eddie Munster from the series. So it was neat to see him get a voice role uh, in there. Uh, when they're flying from Transylvania to America uh, late in the movie, uh, Pat Priest did the voiceover voice of the uh the airline attendant or who whatever you call it uh who was uh played Marilyn throughout most of the original monster she wasn't the original Marilyn but she took over the role and played it to the end uh so there was two uh, original character actors from the original series pretty much the only two left that are still alive yeah uh, you know I had some voiceover which so it was kind of it was neat to see them uh, involved in it uh, and of course there was also uh, Cassandra Peterson better known as Elvira uh, did you catch her uh, she played the realtor in the movie, I did, yeah, I did catch that. that. Was dressed up as the uh, witch, so it's neat to see her. It's kind of neat to see her in a different role, uh, do something different. But you could tell, you could hear the voice, and, and you could you could tell that it was her. And then also, uh, I think it was pretty early, in the there was a TV announcer, and that was a uh, D Wallace, uh, who from ET and many other things. Uh, she played that, 
So it's kind of neat to see her uh, in there. Uh, of course, there you know, you know, there was no Eddie Munster in this movie because, well, you know, they haven't had Eddie Munster yet. Right. Um, and but I've seen I, it's weird because I've seen lots of people online talking about, well, who's this werewolf brother? What's that got to do with it? And the the creature from the, you know from the Black Lagoon, the Gilman guy. These are all characters that were in the original show. <laughs> They were yeah. they they just had bit appearances, but they were there. They, these aren't new Rob Zombie characters. I saw literally read a review that a quote unquote news type site review site had done claiming that the brother was a, a, a Rob Zombie created character. <laughs> it absolutely was not. Uh, he was in the original. I think he might have only been in one episode, but he was in the original series. Um. So um. but it was, you know, I liked. I liked the gist of the movie. I like the story, the approach. Like I said, the prequel, I think, was the best route to go with it. Um, if you had taken out Sherry Moon Zombie, better cast that role. If you had shortened the movie up by 20 to 30 minutes, which I think you could have done, I probably would have loved the movie a lot more. Um, yeah. Given those two factors, I think I was disappointed. And again, it was hard for me to go in because I do have a preconceived notion of what the monsters are to me. And like I said, there were definitely parts where I, I felt that. I felt the nostalgia. I felt that vibe, that feeling of the original series that he he did capture it. And again, I, I cannot emphasize enough. The movie is gorgeous. It is a yeah. beautifully made movie. I love the color. I think that is was the right approach. The sets were great. It, it, the costuming was great. Uh, all that was great. Um, the length was the main thing, I think, that just really... I don't know, really bothered me. I, I felt like there was enough filler in there that they could have cut it and trimmed it down. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, the dancing chimp where he created the dancing chimp because he used the wrong fur in the spell. I mean, there was no payoff for that. I it, I don't even not sure what I don't know. It was weird. Um, so we said that when we when we do these movies, when we do these reviews, we're going to give we're going to rate them and we're going to rate them out of five screams. And for those of you who might follow us or, or look at uh, look us up on Letterboxd, we're going to put these movies up there uh, and use this. So we're going to average out. Uh, given my response and how I feel, I, I had to give this two screams out of five. You know, so, I'm not far off from you. I would give it three screams out of five. Yeah, to me, in my mind, three. Three is just an average movie that I don't I don't really dislike, per se. That I might be tempted to watch again, but, you know, I may not seek out. I don't I just cannot I don't and I hate to say it. I just don't ever see myself rewatching this movie. I I, I will. I would go back 10 out of 10 times and rewatch an episode of the original series before I rewatch this movie. I really feel that way. And, it, you know, it is a little disappointing to me to say that because, there, like I said, there were parts that I did enjoy. But overall, it's just not one of those movies. It's not what I hoped. And again, I, I could be a little biased because I do, I do love the Munsters original. I don't want to be that old man shouting at the clouds, you know, saying you shouldn't have. It's not I, I don't have that view. I, I don't have the view that you shouldn't try to do something. And I like the fact that it it's not just a, a quote unquote remake, per se. It's a adding to the story. Uh, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. I just felt like it fell a little short of where I wanted it to be. And I felt like it could have been pretty easily fixed by like, the, like I said, those two, those are really my two major hanging points. And I knew going into it <laughs> that Sherry Moon Zombie was going to be a hard sell for me because I don't, 
I haven't liked her in anything. Um, I mean, you know, what what's the first? I, I'm not huge on his movies either. What what's the first of his trilogy he did? Was it uh, House of Thousand Corpses? Yeah, House of Where? I mean, she's kind of kooky in that, and it, it it works for her. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I don't think I don't think she's a strong enough actress to carry this role. And I think it was, you know, I think it was the wrong casting choice for her. For him, but but you know, it is what it is. I guess you know, it's it's his wife. I mean, I don't know. And I and I know the talk. I know she loves the series too, supposedly. And and I get that. And I know it's probably a dream role for her. And I'm sure she enjoyed it. And 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 hats off. But there's something to be said for for knowing your limitations. And I just don't think. I don't think she had the the right comedic timing or presence for it it just didn't it felt it felt very forced to me uh where you know like i said jeff daniel phillips i totally didn't i I, to me he felt it was so like an extension of the original show he was great uh, in the role it's like he got he got it you know he he got how to how to be uh herman munster so so no. there, I guess you, if you average it out, it's what two and a half, two and a half screams uh, from yeah. the show. <laughs> a uh, so slightly <laughs> below, slightly below average, and I don't think that's surprising because, again, as much as I love the original series, this is not, this is not our wheelhouse kind of movie. Yeah. And uh, we we knew, you know, it's not a horror movie per se. Or we get that, but again, we felt there was enough hype and it was a big enough release that we should, we should give it a shot, and it fits into the spooky vibe. And I had hopes because I like I love the monsters and I, I love old monster movies. But uh, so I, I know I pushed <laughs> and I, I again, I had the anticipation after seeing it. I thought that you're going to like it better than me because you had more of a clean slate going into it. Yeah. And I could see I, having a clean slate. I could see enjoying it more. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I would 100 percent agree. <clears throat> I kind of anticipated that I would enjoy it. I did not know if I was going to enjoy it more than you, but I definitely when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about when I think about the two different perspectives, I for sure it was like it, there is a better chance that you are going to dislike it than I would dislike it. I knew that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's hard when there's something that you really enjoy. I mean, I feel whether you try or not, you're going to be naturally more critical. Yeah. And uh, and I'm not saying that's if it's fair or unfair. It's just it's just the way it is. If you have a more familiarity with it it's easier to pick it apart and you know it's it would be the same thing if i were to watch something that you know that you were generational for you that you really enjoyed that i haven't seen much if if there was something done in it that was bad or off i wouldn't i wouldn't notice it as much it wouldn't jump at me it would just feel like part of it for me and uh you know i mean again having watched so much of the original series and, and how Lily is that maybe, you know, that's why, you know, Sherry moon zombies role playing the role. That's uh, graded me so bad. Cause I didn't feel like it was uh, on, on par of where it should have been for her. And, uh, you know, but to you, you didn't, you didn't have as much to compare it to, um, you know, you could say, ah, what, what in the greatest, <laughs> but yeah. So, so there you have it. That's our review of the monsters. Uh, again, a two and a half, a scream review. Uh, I, I, I have a gut feeling we're both going to enjoy Hocus Pocus 2 much, much more next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling we're both going to enjoy uh, whenever we 
ultimately do get to watch it, I, I, we're going to enjoy Smile much more, whether that be for next episode or, in, or you know, a few weeks into the future. Uh, I, I feel like those those movies play a little more into what we like. So, and again, don't I, more. I, again, I love the original Monster series, but yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, again, give us some feedback on Twitter, Facebook, wherever. Tell us what you. I mean, people, like I said in our poll, 60% of people said they enjoyed it. I'm glad. That's you know, my opinions don't mean jack shit. Only to me. I I, I want uh, people to enjoy it. I want people to to like it. Uh, I want people to be surprised by how much they like it. That's great. It's no harm that I didn't. Uh, just the way it is. Again, we try to be very positive here. So that's why I did point out the things I, I liked about it. But I can't lie and sit there and say, oh, I loved it when I didn't love it. So uh, and it's not even I, I don't think it was it'd even be a movie that I'd recommend to somebody if, you know, if they have a familiarity with the original series. Um. If I was to point someone and said, hey, tell me about the monsters overall, I don't think I'd say, oh, well, go watch this movie first. I'd be like, ah, no, just go watch the series because I think the series is much more fun. But perhaps it's the uh, the fact that I'm an old fart that uh, <laughs> that <laughs> really enjoys black and white and and, and so whatever. You it could be the fact that the monster technology. <laughs> yeah, Technicolor, <laughs> your Dolby sound. <laughs> I still use eight could, millimeter. <laughs> it could be the fact. I mean, Monsters was you know syndicated so much when I was a kid. It was it was on TV a lot, you know. So I I, I think there's so much you know, you have that nostalgic feeling, and when it doesn't hit that 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 those warm and fuzzy spots, you know, in the right way, it's that's what happens. Uh, but I'm not you know it is what it is, and I would still recommend everybody go and see it, uh, go and watch it, give it a shot. You know, you could take what we say with a grain of salt because, hey, everybody's everybody's view is different. Everybody's, uh, you know, the colors that they're painting with are different. So go go watch it. Formulate your own opinion and give us that feedback. Like we said, tell us what you thought about it, because uh, I'd like to know. I'd like to know what uh, everybody out there uh, on the old Internet is thinking about us. So hit us up on Twitter or Facebook, Instagram, wherever it may be, and let us know what you're thinking about it. Uh, and if you want to get our attention, uh, just tag us in the post. Or use the hashtag listen to screams and that's to the number two and we will that will catch our eye and we'll be sure to see uh, your post. So again, a reminder: speaking of social media, follow us on all those forms. Uh, subscribe to us wherever you listen. And like we said, next week or next episode, excuse me, we're going to discuss uh, Hocus Pocus two, and we will also have all kinds of kernels of news and upcoming releases, both theatrical and streaming. And hopefully, uh, in what we're dropping out there, you're finding something that maybe uh, you didn't know was out there and something that you enjoyed to watch, because uh, that's what we're we're hoping to do, right? We're hoping to help keep the genre alive and, 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 and the news out there that maybe something that you didn't didn't know was going to be there. Uh, now you know, and you went and watched it and enjoyed it. That would I, I'd feel completely fulfilled in our mission yeah. if somebody found a movie they enjoyed uh, based on just us mentioning, hey, it's out there. Uh, so, Ike, anything to close here before we get out of there? Any, anything else you want to touch on? No, I, I do want to say, I just kind of want to recap. You know, anytime we say a movie that we didn't like or anything like that, um, that is in no way, shape, or form a us saying don't watch it. This is totally just our opinions. I think Dave said it really well. You know, always give it a shot. Always try it. You know, you don't like it. You don't know you don't like it until you, don't, until you try it. 
Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, you know, just because I don't like something doesn't mean somebody else shouldn't like it. And, you know, like they said, if you can, you know, find one thing from this episode that you enjoyed, one movie that you watched and you're like, holy shit, that was great, then we're, we are fulfilled 100%. Absolutely. And don't get me wrong. I don't feel like I wasted my time with the monsters. I don't regret watching it. I feel like the, Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Rob Zombie owes me about 30 minutes of my life. But <laughs> otherwise, um, you know, I don't regret. Right. I, I, you know, I dove in. Uh, and again, like I said, there were parts I liked. There were a couple parts where I literally laughed aloud. Uh, there were you know, some humorous parts that I chuckled at. And there were some parts where they were very cool to me. Uh, just it was just an overall disappointment. So like like we said, go watch it. Formulate your own opinion. Uh, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. What we say, uh, we, we don't claim to be experts. We're definitely no definitive voice on this. Uh, we're just two guys who love watching movies and TV. And uh, we're just telling you what we think. And uh, like I said, we'd like to have discussions with you online and, and hear what you think and uh, give us some feedback. What would you like to hear in the episodes? Is there a movie that you want to hear us review? Uh, it can be new, old, whatever you want, uh, whether we've seen it or not. If it falls into the genre, we'll give it a watch. If you want to hear what we think about it, just throw it out there. Give us a shout and uh, we'll watch it. I guarantee you we'll watch it. Oh, yeah. uh, we also threw out there on Twitter today. I am a. Uh, I'm working on adding to my Halloween playlist on Spotify. So if you have any ideas for spooky songs or songs that fit the season, uh, hit us up on Twitter and give me some suggestions. Uh, Cause I, I like to know, I know there's some gems out there that maybe I'm not aware of. Uh, so let me know those. Do so, you have heads will roll on there. <laughs> I do not. Oh, Whose heads will roll? By? No, it's a uh, heads will roll by the yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Is that a, is that one you think I like? I think so. It, it, it's kind of newer. It's a little poppy, but I get like Halloween vibes from it. Okay, I will give it a shot. I've we've got some we got some responses. Uh, some of them I've, are songs that I'm like, oh yeah, you know I've heard that. I, I remember that. There are some songs that a couple of, that people have said. I'm like, hmm, not sure what that is, uh, <laughs> but you know I'll give it a shot. Uh, we'll know. Uh, but so heads will roll. Okay, I'll, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a listen and see if it's a playlist worthy. My, my goal is to ha- not have songs that I'm like, I want to skip if I'm playing it, yeah. you know, that's on this playlist. So, but I'm definitely, I, I definitely like broadening my horizons uh, with music and things like that and, and movies and everything else, you know, and listening to suggestions from other people. So I'll give it a shot. So that's everybody's homework assignment. Find me some more songs to put on my Spotify playlist. So I, if you got nothing else, we're going to get out of here until next episode where we will discuss Hocus Pocus 2 coming on Disney plus, uh, soon uh be good be safe be creepy and wherever you go wherever you do have many pleasant nightmares